the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. T-Bone mention is Brandon Saad signing the contract with the St. Louis Blues. It's back BK and Ferrario with BK and Tanner Hendricks and I'm Alex Ferrario. And now we head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and welcome in the little guy with gumption, the TV analyst for Fox or for Bally Sports Midwest, that is. And he was on free agency yesterday on the NHL Network. It is Darren Pang. Panger, how are you today, buddy? I am doing fantastic. This is uh, obviously some good news for the Blues that they make a splash into uh, the UFA market and, uh, and and get a real quality player there. So I'm, I'm sure that uh, that excites a lot of our fans and and gets everybody geared up for what's going what's going to be ahead of. Well, Panger, I introduced you as the little guy with gumption, and frankly, I think the Blues got another little guy with gumption. Brandon Saad, we saw him play against the Blues with Colorado. We saw him have success in the postseason. What are your thoughts on the former Blackhawk and Avalanche now with St. Louis Blue? Well, uh, one thing that Brandon Saad is is uh, he, he's a he's consistent. Um, you know, every player is going to go through some dips along the way, but um, I think the way that he plays, um, I just listened to, uh, uh, to part of his, uh, his uh, conference call. Um, and I agree with it. I think he's a player that fits in with the way that the blues play up and down the wing, a good skater, strong on pucks, um, you know, d- doesn't just give them up, which, which he actually made a point of that. Um, and, and that's a strong point because the Blues are still going to be a team with that identity that that we're going to hold on to pucks, we're going to wear you down, um, and we're not just going to give it up uh, in a hopeful fashion. So um, a guy that's won a couple of Stanley Cups, played on a very good team in Colorado, uh, went far in a couple of different years, disappointed that they didn't win, and to get him here in St. Louis is a, is a big ad for Doug Armstrong, uh, you know, a really big ad because I, I think he really fits the bill with this team. Panger, the other thing that I love about the addition, especially coming off of what was such a difficult season for the Blues with injuries, is his ability to stay available. He had 78 games in 2013, and then he played at least 78 each of the next five seasons. Last couple of years, he's been available for Chicago and Colorado as well. How important do you think that was for the Blues to be able to add somebody that's shown so much dependability? Yeah, I I think it is very important. When you do your research on players and you're going to spend – the kind of money that they're spending on players that you, you really don't know because they've never been inside your locker room. You're, you're trusting the fact that, uh, that the history tells you that, that he's been, you know, a reliable and dependable player. Um, you know, but you, you certainly don't want somebody to come in and then next thing you know, and, 
in three weeks they're injured or in seven weeks they're, um, you know, they're pulling the shoot because they've got some injury that's, uh, that's maybe not very serious. I mean, you want to know what these players are all about. You want to know that these guys want to be in, in, in the sweater. They want to be walking uh, down the runway. They want to be jumping on the ice and they want to be put in winning situations. So, I mean, listen, Brandon Saad played for some, obviously a great coach in, in, uh, in Chicago and won cups under, under Joel Quenville. Uh, the demands of a Joel Quenville and a Craig Berube, uh, they're high because they're both winning coaches. So that's where I think that Brandon Saad is not going to be, he's not going to shy away from somebody, you know, Craig Berube asked him to do something and gets tough on him. He's, he's okay. I mean, he's not, you know, you're not bringing in a player, I guess to get to the bottom line, this is what worries me about bringing in players from losing environments. How are they going to be when you push them a little bit? How are they going to be when the pressure is on? And, and so I, that's why I like army going in here to Brandon side, because he has been in winning environments and knows what it takes and, and has played for a, a top shelf coach, uh, you know, in Chicago as, as well as in, in Colorado. And, and now he's, he's going to have a, one of the great ones here in Craig Berube as well. Panger, we all know a few years ago, Doug Armstrong saying that, you know, the Stanley Cup window is open for about five years. After the moves of Buchnevich last week and now with Brain and Saad, how do you feel about that Cup window for St. Louis? Yeah, well, I, I believe that uh, this was the plan of, of Army and the ownership. And I, I, now, I mean, I think they're right on track, right on track, uh, regardless of what happens to, to Vladdy Tarasenko. Um, you know, I, I look at the line combinations and I don't have Vladdy in there because, you know, he asked for a trade and, you know, I'm, I'm going to assume that that ends up taking place. And if it doesn't, then we slide 91 in there at, at some point. But, you know, now you look at it and uh, and you have Saad and Bushnevich on the wings. Uh, now maybe you don't have to throw, um, you know, a left-hand shot uh, on the right side or a right-hand shot on the left side. And, and uh, you know, you got... I mean, I like it because I think last year without Oscar Sundquist, we kind of you kind of forget about him not being there. Yeah. Um, and you know, late in the year, maybe Jordan Cairo's game you know slipped a little bit, but man, he had some great moments, and and he's only going to get better. Um, so Robert Thomas, the same thing. I mean, ended ended not on a great note. Well, that's not the player that he's going to be. I I, I think he's 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 still got such great upside, and I've got great hope for Robert Thomas. So I mean, but having two genuine left wingers, you know, fill those spots, man, that puts everybody else right in their spot, right in their position, whether Saad's a number two or number three, I think it's always going to be interchangeable during the year or Bushnevich as well, um, based on the way they're playing or the way the lines are rolling. But, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to ask a fourth line left winger to be a second line left winger and expect to be a champion because it's not going to happen. I think that's where the Blues have put themselves in a really good spot here. Darren Pang joining joining us for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Panger, you mentioned Buchnevich as a, as a left winger there. I know there had been some talk over the last few days. He, he's a lefty, but in most of his time in New York was spent on the right side. Do you think that's going to be a difficult transition for him, or do you think he'll kind of seamlessly fit in there, especially if he's playing with O'Reilly and Perron? Yeah, it's, it's always – until you see the player, and it's a very good question because until you see the player on a regular basis, um, you, you don't know. Like, you know, when, when David Perron first came into the league, I mean, he was, he was shoved onto that, that left side a little bit, um, preferred the right side. Um, young player like Jordan Cairo during the course of this year, a natural right winger. They tried to, you know, bump David Perron over to the left and have Cairo on the right. But at the end, David Perron's like, hey – I've been around the league a long time and I'm, I'm better on the right side. We'll stick the young guy on the left side and let him figure it out just the way I had to do later, you know, before. So, I mean, if it doesn't work, we'll, we'll know right away. 
I mean, you know right away when a player's not comfortable, he can't take the puck off the boards, he's, you know, the puck's getting caught in his feet, uh, he's turning pucks over because it's not the same eye that he's seen from the other side. If that happens, I mean, Craig Berube's a smart guy. He's going to say, okay, boys, let's make a shift. <laughs> let's get him over on the strong side. We made a big commitment to him, and, uh, and, and we'll make sure he's comfortable to begin with. But I like the players that say, you know what, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. And, you know, the, you do that for as long as it does or doesn't work, and then you make a change after that. Panger, back to Vladimir Tarasenko, and I think we all are in the same boat because none, none of us really know what's going to happen with Vladdy if he gets moved or if he is a part of this Blues team. But what I am curious about is you're very familiar with Steve Eiserman's career as a GM and, of course, Doug Armstrong. Do you see this as a really similar situation, what Doug is doing with Vladdy compared to what Steve did with Jonathan Druin in Tampa? Well, you know, it's, it, it is, I mean, it's, it's different. I, I mean, Jonathan Druin was a young, immature kid. Um, he did the same thing in junior. So he, he had a little history of doing what he, he was doing. Um, but I, I do believe the, the mindset of the two general managers, um, you know, they, they negotiate hard. They stay no till the tongue bleeds. They get good contracts. I mean, both Steve and Army, um, boy, they've got very similar track records. Um, Army's dealing with somebody that he's known for a long time. Steve was dealing with a guy that he didn't know for a long time. Um, and, and so I think, you know, Army's got a great deal of respect for Vladdy. You guys remember, what was it, four years ago when, you know, he wanted to make sure Vladdy was okay. He flew to Russia and spent time with his family and, and, yeah. and came on back. I mean, you know, he does the little things. He, and so I know that, uh, you know, I know that this isn't easy for, for Army. It's, you know, and, and, but he's got to make the best move. Once a player says, hey, I want to be traded, you know what? You've got to accommodate that player. It's hard for that player to come back. Now, if he happens to come back, and it's only because Army had no other options, and there was nothing out there that that worked for Doug Armstrong on the St. Louis Blues. But you know, my feeling is at the you know at the end of settling down here with free agent frenzy, the drafts ended, the expansion drafts ended. Uh, you know, most of the general managers in August really take their time off, but that doesn't mean they're not making deals and getting something ready for training camp. So. Uh, you know, Army just continues to work the phones and, and getting plans uh, set into place, even though it might seem quiet right now. Panger, the last question that I've got for you. Are there any teams that you think make sense? I know yesterday you were helping out with the coverage nationally for free agency, and now with the dust settling officially on a lot of those moves, there are some teams that were kind of left without a dance partner for that scoring punch in their top six that they might have been looking for. Do you think there's any in particular that makes sense that could be a suitor for uh, Vladimir Tarasenko? Yeah, it, it's it's a good question because he also has some you know some say in this whole matter of, of certain teams. But um, you know, funny everybody was waiting for Lou Lamorello and the New York Islanders <laughs> to, to make you know to make a move. So if that's the team you were talking about, that's been awfully quiet there on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just got back to my hotel and I'm heading to the studio again in a, in about an hour. But, uh, you know, there's been some talk because they actually, this is just me looking at their team. They've got a, such a good solid team, but you know, they don't have much spark on the wings and many game breakers. So, uh, would it make sense? I, I, I believe it would, if that's a team that he would, uh, you know, be, be good to go to, uh, do the New Jersey devils make any sense? You got Marty Berdur over there running the shift he's fully aware of Vladdy and, and what he can do uh and they always need to make a spark they just you know made a couple of big moves there with with Dougie Hamilton and, and Jonathan Bernier so maybe maybe a couple of teams on the east coast here 
Yeah, those are two of the three that we mentioned. We mentioned those two and then Carolina as well because they were reportedly at least involved uh, with potentially offering a contract to Brandon Saad as well. So maybe maybe those three teams would be uh, potential landing spots for him. Hey, Panger, thanks so much for hopping on with us today. We sincerely appreciate it. I know you're unbelievably busy this time of the year. So thanks for coming on with us, and we'll talk with you again soon. Can't wait to see you guys and uh, look forward to it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Absolutely. Panger. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.